What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome to episode 63 of Spread the Dread podcast. This week, we are talking about Bobby Joe Long, the classified ad rapist. And if his name sounds kind of southernish, Fuck you. We're from South Carolina. <laughs> he's not Southern. He's from West Virginia. He's a fucking hillbilly. There's a difference between rednecks and hillbillies. We'll get into that a little bit later, but absolutely, absolutely, as always, welcome. Yes. And uh, all right, let's, let's get right into it, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, last week's episode, episode 62, is about Harold Shipman, Dr. Death. Y'all you came got, out for that one. You Thank guys are y'all. crushing the numbers. Thank you guys so much. Also, last week's Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill was our Patreon slash Discord monthly pick, and that was the 2007 French horror classic, which is inside. So make sure you're checking that out on the podcast platforms. Also on YouTube, it's there. You know, you actually get live video. Well, not live, but recorded video of me and my real-life big bro and co-host Jay doing that one. And while you're there, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share. Uh, Also, uh, coming up, so... Next episode is going to be, and I'm going to butcher this guy's name because I don't have it here. Uh, it's, you know what? Actually, I'm going to hold that. Next week's episode of Spread the Dread is not going to be about a serial killer, but a spree killer. Yeah. From Japan. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this because if you're in America, we have a lot of international listeners, but mm-hmm. if you're an American dreadhead, you know, it's been a fucked up week. There was a school shooting. I'm mm-hmm. not, I, we, we, don't, we don't play politics, uh, right wing, left wing, same bird, fuck them all. But this was already in the schedule. Yes. And you can vouch for that. Yes, I've, I can. Scheduled- and actually, even all the dreadheads and the, the fuckhead yeah. can vouch for it because we, we post up. We post in the Discord. Yeah, we post in the Discord and yeah. then like uh, everything flew off the fucking like handle up in Tennessee yeah. and we're like, oh I'm shit, not, my bad. I'm not going to fucking back down from it. It's real life. This yeah. is not about that, but it is about a school. Is it not- real life or is it a psyop? I wonder. Uh, we're not getting into that. This is we've we've got a limited <laughs> amount of time, and I know the dreadheads would probably love that. But uh, next week's episode will involve uh, a a school attack in Japan. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that because, and I'm honestly doing that not to tease you, but because I didn't add it in the notes properly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to butcher everything's fucking name. <laughs> so look forward to that. Also. Uh, this upcoming Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill, again, those are brand new every Friday, is going to be, we're going to be covering Tusk, uh, which, if you are a, a junior movie. dreadhead, that's the $10 tier, you get to pick an episode of Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill, and this one is our first one doing that, and uh, that is for junior dreadhead Chris O, a.k.a. Of Cheeky course she, Of course she fucking picks a, a, a Canadian director. I love Kevin Smith, though. He's like, not Canadian, but the I thought film's he was set Canadian. in Canada. Okay, I thought he was Canadian. No, he's from Jersey. Remember all this shit oh set in Jersey? Oh my God, that is right. You are an affront to our Blu-ray collection. I know. God damn it. I thought he was Canadian uh, in my head. God me, damn. Me and Chasing Amy weep for what you oh, just said. Oh, fuck off. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be the next one. And then the one after that is going to be from Dylan Matt. He's another junior dreadhead. And he picked, and I'm so, I'm so psyched for this one. He picked Baskin. 
And I cannot wait. I own Baskin. I, lo- I own Tusk, too. Yeah. And, but, but we'll get into all that. But that is upcoming as well. A couple of things. Let's let's do the housekeeping first. Yeah. Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You go there. All of the podcast links. YouTube, BitChute, our social it's media. It's a dumping the, ground. The, the store. Go get yourself some Dread Threads. And, of course, Patreon. We have our Patreon out there, which is patreon.com slash spreadthedreadpodcast. Again, you can access all that through the website. No matter what tier you you sign up for, you get access to our private Discord that only the only the Patreons get onto. Private, not prestigious. There you go. Absolutely, yeah. that's the case. <laughs> I coined that goddamn phrase. Absolutely, but there's there's tiers to get you free stickers every month. There's yep. tiers to get you a free T-shirt every month. If you're yeah. at the top, the senior dreadhead, yeah. you get to pick an episode of Spread the Dread, and you get a free T-shirt every month. And Joe's already laid out the designs. For the next three months. Yeah, and so I'm working actually to get yeah, us even getting a six, ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to get but ahead. I'm saying like the stickers are already like physically here in the studio. Mm-hmm. They're ready to go and ready to ship. So look out for you that. You showed those also, on an episode of FMK, didn't you? What? Recently? I did show them off. I can't remember which one it was. It wasn't on Inside. It was a week or two before then. Yeah. Maybe on, uh, oh man. maybe Not Spoonful. No, then it was probably on the Nocebo yeah, one. I think it was on Nocebo. I think it was Nocebo. You're right. Yeah, and if you see the sticker designs on that, that's what's going to be Shirts. Jay, I do watch asshole. Like shout out, well, y'all are doing great. That one because it was a Filipino. No, I actually Irish did Spoonful and- of Sugar twice because I really liked that fucking movie, and I was really getting into the fact that y'all did too. <laughs> I, I was from the description of that movie. I was not looking forward Agreed. to it. And it was very, very well worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so check out our Patreon, and if you don't, that's all groovy. If you want some free merch, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, leave a five star review, screenshot it. Send it to us on our IG, our Facebook, or spread the dread podcast at gmail.com, and we'll get your mailing address and we will send you out some exclusive five star super spreader stickers. And if you take some pictures of yourself with those stickers when you come in, we like to highlight a five star super spreader every week. I'll slap you in a template and uh, just blast you out on IG and Facebook. Absolutely. Let everybody know how (laughs) fucked up you are and what you do for fun. Just be prepared. Real quick, I, I got a couple of corrections here. Mm-hmm. One is a correction slash promotion. So we 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 were honored <laughs> to be featured in Vuck. <laughs> Vuck, I'm so sorry. I took all I take all my notes while drinking. We record while drinking. It is what it when is. When I hate it too, because I always call him Darwin, because that was the name I always knew him by. Well, his previous podcast, but yes. his name's Vuck, and and, yeah. and that's fine. V U K, not fuck. He's he's foreign. It's <laughs> fuck. It's fine over there. Um, but the the episode, the the podcast is called Tracing Owls. Yeah, not I kept talking. putting it down as talking owls and i and it wasn't a slip it was in my notes yeah i went back and looked every time i mentioned it i wrote it wrong (laughs) so i did i did a great job as far as actually committing to your fuck up (laughs) i just fucked up my notes and and it's fucked up because i was like i'm subscribed to him on spotify i know right like I, it's fucking nuts, but but it's that thing where like they like those bullshit posts, like even on Facebook of like, oh, if you can still read this, that means you know, like where they fuck up with the letters because we tend yeah. to read ahead in our brains without verbalizing it yet, and that I did the same fucking yes, thing. I but, thought I was talking. But there's a new too. episode. I mean, probably a couple by so this. So sorry, dude. And he he was great. He was he literally when the day it came out, he was you like, illiterate it's fuck. tracing owls, you illiterate fucks. <laughs> And I was told him, I was like, you know we drink. 
And he was a great sport about it. But it's an awesome episode. We love you. We really do. We were honored to be on his show talking about the history of snuff and murder on film and things like that. Tracing Owls is the podcast. Please, Dreadheads, most of y'all have reached out and found it. And pointed out the fuck up along Especially with him. on Discord. We got right across Everyone the on goals. Discord fucked us up on that. <laughs> this is another perk if you sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> uh, they were, and, and fuck the Dreadheads, the Patreon Dreadheads <laughs> and Discord. They were meaner than you were. Yeah. You were a good sport. They were nasty to us yeah. about that. And we deserved it. But it's Tracing Owls. The episode Thanks, is called Marty. Documenting. <laughs> yes, it's called Documenting Depravity. Go check it out. We were honored. And subscribe while you're there. His is not all murder stuff, but man, it, there is some great out there conversations on it. We yeah. can't talk highly enough. He's a fantastic interviewer and host. Does a great job with that. Way more high polished. God us. damn, so much more polished than what we are. Absolutely. Now, real quick to wrap up, I got to apologize to a dreadhead, Joe. Mm-hmm. We I got to apologize do. to an official dreadhead, and that is Vanessa. Yes. So on we we, we on the on the Discord. I keep saying Patreon, but it's the Discord. Yeah. On the Discord, we have a section for research, and we're like, hey, if anybody wants to help, not required, feel free if you got some yeah. ideas. And Vanessa actually did help us out with pulling some articles and stuff on Peter Curtin, the vampire of Dusseldorf. I think that's a couple of episodes back, and we completely forgot to shout her out. Yes. And it is, it was completely- And I'm, I'm really sorry. It kind of gets lost, and that's actually why John tends to be, like how Marty puts it, like he'll he'll get a, almost like a Nazi-ish, like, oh, you need to keep it in the current I, subject. I, I don't want to police the, the, the Discord. I, I don't either. But someone will post something cool in the research, and then suddenly it's just memes yep. and people telling dick jokes. Every, yeah, everything is, is related, essentially, when the, when, it, the, when the research is posted, but it gets lost. So, yes. so and we, we want to. I'm to. personally really sorry because those notes I wrote and I completely spaced on the fact that yep. she had actually put up a shit ton of fucking articles, and I'm really, really sorry. Yep. So we wanted to make that right, Vanessa. You know you're OG. We love you, but even though you didn't ask for any of this, it that's it's no matter no matter if this is the height of our popularity <laughs> and we're falling or where we go. Anybody that helps us out or is a, is is wanting to do that shit, we never want to do that. So no, I appreciate it, help, you. it helps us out so fucking much to be able to pull it up. And I think uh, I think going forward, we're going to figure out something else when it comes to that research. Some, some direct <laughs> messaging or something. <laughs> yeah. That research tab suddenly turned into the NSFW chat tab. Turned into the soulless memes <laughs> chat. Everything just as soon as someone real the other dreadheads realized uh, dreadheads were talking in there, they all just started Everybody bombarding went ham. It. Everybody went fucking. Yeah. Ham and, and so, everything and, got lost. Yeah, and so that's why, honest mistake, we love you. Thank you so much for your yes. help on the, on Peter Curtin and, and the help that I know that you want to help us with leading up to this. It's been almost 11 minutes. <laughs> I am so sorry to everybody. The new people is like, why do they talk so much? I don't know. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Why don't you? Why do you fuck yourself so much? Why don't you think about that? <laughs> but let's get right into episode 63, Bobby Joe Long, The Classified Ad Rapist. All right, Dreadheads, and like we, well, we, I always <laughs> like to do, 
Let's toss it over to Joe for the bio and background on one Robert Joseph Long again. He's from West Virginia, so it's got to be Bobby Joe Long. Because, <laughs> you know, these fucking hills have eyes and they also have less syllables. <laughs> uh, so, Joe, tell us about the, 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 the bio and background of Bobby Joe Long. Yeah. So, he was born Robert Joseph Long um, on October 14, 1953 in Canova, West Virginia. That's up there in them hills. <laughs> Hillbilly, not redneck. Yeah. There's a difference. Yes, you differentiated that already. Um, his parents. I just want to point it out as a proud South Carolinian. No, I think it's an important distinction yeah, to there, make. There is. There's, there's yeah. mountain red. There, hillbillies are mountain rednecks. I'm yeah. not going disper- to. I'm yeah. not going to like dispute that. But there's some subtle differences. <laughs> and I think you know. I mean, believe me, we got our own fucked up problems here. But you know, when when I don't want to lay it at the dirty South's footsteps, <laughs> I like to distinguish that. Go ahead. <laughs> His parents were Joe and Luetta Long. Only Luetta. Ever- good God. Right? Yeah. I was like Loretta, and then I like had to like look at. It no, again because no. I'm blind There's as shit. There's not a typo. Like, Lou, that is a Etta. U. It is Luetta. Yeah. And one word. It's not Lou and then Etta. It's one word. Yes. Um. So they only ever actually referred to um Robert as Bobby. That's our Bobby. <laughs> That's our Bobby Joe Long. He's gonna do great. Things I'm thinking one day. of um uh, King of the Hill. When he said to Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah, damn it, Bobby. Why are you going around raping and murdering people? <laughs> Goddamn boy ain't right. Luetta um, actually would later divorce Joe for unknown reasons. Yeah, I did dig in. And, and again, welcome back to the fucking norm. I did these notes. Joe did some editing. Yeah. Uh, but I did, I did. I dug and I couldn't figure out exactly why her and Joe split. So, um, as a child, Bobby actually suffered multiple head injuries from random accidents. Yes, and I would like to go ahead and say, because I know I've done these notes, he goes five, six, and seven. Yeah. Those are really key developmental years, dreadheads. Right? You're, so this you're over there trying to make milestones, and he's over there fucking himself. No, he's, <laughs> he decides to break his fall with his noggin on everything, Joe. Let, let's talk about that real quick. So, at five, he was not unconscious after falling off a swing where one eyelid actually got skewered by a stick yeah so got stuck through with a stick god oh, yeah. damn <laughs> yeah. that's how you know you're playing in your pain the, the, so the eyelid is superficial the so the eyelid is superficial but the fact that he got knocked unconscious means that there was some brain damage there i'm i'm over here wondering like did his parents take him to the hospital well i mean if your name is bobby joe long from west virginia <laughs> they're not gonna notice a difference after you've knocked yourself fucking no, you silly. got a little bit longer of a draw bobby get, <laughs> get that goddamn stick out of your eye and get in here supper's getting cold <laughs> god damn it so a year later it's here we go yeah, i'm telling you bro i'm sorry i'm telling you kindergarten to second grade he just just wrecked, wrecked. his fucking yeah. brain it's awful so at six he was thrown from his bike going head first into a parked car earning a concussion and several fucking missing teeth like i'm sorry I mean, the fact that he's West Virginia and missing teeth. It, it could be the fine. fact that I'm like four beers in, but I find that so goddamn funny. Like, what the fuck did you hit a rock? That- I'm, I'm telling you, sometimes God just goes, ooh, that one. <laughs> Let's see what happens next. <laughs> now, at seven, he actually fell from a pony onto his head. Um, he you figured they would quit putting him on things. Right? He, 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 well, hey. he can't do swings. Give him a bike. Yeah. Well, he can't do a bike. Give him a mammal. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Rationale. 
clearly this kid at this point. He, he needs a goddamn bubble at this point. He needs a helmet and he needs to stay on his feet. But it's West Virginia. So they're just like, I don't know. Apparently, yeah, just swings. We, uh, well, I don't want to besmirch West Virginia because I think I. It's we, fine. They're used to it. And, uh, but I at least know one person that we're friends with that was from West Virginia. And I just. Ooh. Uh, brag. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't fucking go through all this, so his <laughs> West Virginia parents are fine. I'm talking Hi, shit Bragg. about Bobby I did, Joel. I didn't want to disperse you, you know. That's fine. <laughs> take us to seven. They decided, hey, he couldn't handle a swing or a bike. Put him on a, a horse. pony. Put, Put him, him on, on a, a pony. fucking creature. <laughs> so he falls from this horse, this pony, right onto his head, like we said. He actually remained dizzy and nauseous for several weeks after the accident. So... This leads credence to the fact that his parents were like, he'd be fine. We ain't Brush got it off. We ain't got that health care. <laughs> you dizzy, you better lay down for a spell. So there's no need to take your kid to the hospital no, or anything. No, like, they'll be fine. Good for him. He'll be fine. So Bobby Joe was actually born with an extra X chromosome known as Kleinfelter syndrome. And, and if you have actually, uh, uh, actually, um, Listen to a previous episode, the Bajork Stalker. Um, he York, the J is silent. God damn it. I, I knew I was going to fuck yes, it up. Yes. This is why I should never go off note. Like, Bajork. <laughs> Bajork. <laughs> Bjork. For some reason, if you're ice, if you're Nordic, the J is silent. I don't know. I, I, yeah. But see, the problem is with me, I want to read every fucking letter. And this is why the English language has always fucked me up, even though it is my first language. No, I get you. I mean, there's a J there. I remember being in like second or maybe first grade where like you don't spell night knight and i'm like but why is the k there and yeah, again yeah. if the if the teacher taught why did the preacher, preacher not prod prod, and why do we drive you. why do we drive on the parkway and park in the driveway <laughs> i'm not defending the english language but you're talking about ricardo lopez yes the york stalker we've done an episode on him as yes. well yeah, yeah. he had kleinfelter yep. and again this is where i just i'm just like gee like what I mean, honestly, we, we you know we 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 like to make light of it. It's history. There's nothing yeah. we can do to change it. So you know you can you've got thousands of other podcasts you can listen to who want to take this shit serious and talk like this in a very A and E biography put, yeah, presents put the kind gloves of voice. on and take life, everything way too goddamn yes, seriously. Life, lifetime movie presents my yeah. son can't ride a bike. <laughs> you know, like that, that, that kind of shit. I'm not, we, we, we don't we don't i've do heard a few here. and i remember just going Ugh. but honestly i'm just like geez like what the fuck did they want this what 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 if you and again i'm not knocking because shout out to the rev dread head <laughs> but you know and we, we're we're pretty we're basically agnostic yeah. do what you do just we're, we're not a part of it as long as it's making you nice go ahead yeah. but like what chance did god give this man at this point like that's a lot of fucking you know, what, what was the guy Fucking from the, head trauma, plus parents saying go take him to the yeah. hospital. He's got an extra X chromosome. Like, right, nothing right. is in his fucking favor oh, at this point. Yeah, what was the flex-sealed guy? That's a lot of damage. <laughs> like, that... <laughs> that, that Sorry, is, I probably that, blew that out. That is Bobby, that is Bobby Joe Long, for sure. So now, Kleinfelter Syndrome. Joe, tell us a little bit about that for people who don't know. Okay, so it ends up actually leading to an excessive, like, estrogen production right, and what and it can other do. members of his family also had this yeah so the, so is it genetic yeah and it's genetic okay, so okay, it, fair this enough. is yeah so this is coming down the genetic line but what it can also do is that it can create some female traits in men so sometimes it can create breast tissue um a smaller stature hips like 
like so it can make them look more feminine. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, th- that's a big like disparaging characteristic with Kleinfelter is that they men tend to look more feminine. Right, and, and it's been suggested that this led to uh, Bobby Joe Long like kind of having a form of gender confusion or gender dysmorphia. And that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I would It really does, because I actually age, knew yeah. girls I grew up with that really didn't have very feminist or like feminine characteristics in themselves. They tend to be more tomboyish. Yeah, they tend to be tom- more tomboyish, right. where I always had a little bit more feminine to me, and I was tomboyish. So, like, I right. always kind of saw that, you know, as a difference. So, yeah, definitely can understand the body dysmorphia yeah now so obviously this led to teasing uh now i grew up with man boobs moobs as (laughs) kevin smith you brought up earlier affectionately would like to call him yeah mine was not kleinfelter who's not canadian he's from new jersey my goddamn bad yes uh but mine was not kleinfelter i was fat uh, and when my stomach had no more room for fat cells to store, they, they, they outsourced it to my titties. That's and it's so fine. awful. Well, no, I got to joke about it now because in school it sucked. Yeah. It did I suck. Say, it kid, was, it kids was, are relentless. Well, yeah. And, and even my friends, like who I know were actually my friends. Yeah. You know, it's a point of teasing, especially yeah. I, I can't speak for girls, yeah. but growing up as guys, you always rip, even if it's your best friend, you still rip on each other for your differences. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a ginger friend with friends, Freckles, you're gonna rip on him because he can't go to the beach like you can. <laughs> if you got a fucking fat no friend and you've got titties and you're fucking going through puberty, you're kind of like, yo, lift your shirt real quick. You know, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> shit. That didn't happen to me, obviously. Uh, but, but, um, so, so I get it. But now, Bobby Joe Long, he was teased for all this, and he actually ended up having breast reduction surgery. So his was pretty severe because this yeah. happened at 12, 13. Again. Couldn't get a doctor for when he lawn darted his fucking head <laughs> off of his bicycle into a fucking parked oh car. Oh my god! But Bobby's titties is getting bad, and they fucking scrounged up the fucking whatever resources to get they that done. West Virginia, I don't think it's American dollars. Some sort of barter system. They traded in a lot of fucking bootlegged moonshine. Well, that's crazy because he was born in '53. So, like, I'm surprised they even knew how to actually handle that disorder's like physical Especially a West Virginia doctor. Oh, he probably just brought out a bagel slicer. I was like, put him in there. <laughs> we'll take nipple off with the smaller bagel slicer. Oh, no, no. If you got a good bagel slicer, it can handle one of those nice, like, New York fucking Brooklyn water bagels. It's a good size. That would for... handle my nipples. Yeah, that could handle my nipples. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair. I don't know what the Irish and Filipino thing does. Is that just a Filipino thing? Yeah. All right, well, fair enough. And indigenous really big brown nipples. That That's is fine. Me. We got three kids, so everybody knows my kink at this point. <laughs> Uh, but the surgery did ultimately remove five, uh, sorry, six pounds of uh, wow. excessive tissue from his chest. Now, obviously, that's pretty, yeah, it's pretty substantial, right? Then. Especially yeah. at the age of twelve and thirteen. Yeah, you know, he looked like he teens. he literally probably looked like he had a B or C cup then. Right. I mean, I, what comes to mind is uh, 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 Robert Paulson, Meatloaf from yeah. Fight Club. Yeah, and his was all steroid induced and things yeah. like that that caused that problem. But yeah, I mean, if you imagine the way, if you know that movie, the way he was kind of built. Mm-hmm. shrink that shit down to a 12, 13-year-old body. And that's yeah. probably, I mean, they it were... It can be very traumatic, too. Right. Um, now, obviously, <laughs> it doesn't stop there. Bobby Joe also had a very dysfunctional relationship with his mother, Joe. Yeah, he actually... This ended- is not helping shit. I mean, this no. is one of those... It doesn't excuse it. We're going to get into the murder like y'all like. So you guys know we never defend our fucking topics. They're no. pieces of shit. Yeah. We all know people who have went through everything these killers have went through and more... 
and 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 turned out fun and did it for good. Yeah, used it to make good. So that's not the way it is. But goddamn, we're just was stacking. This. We're over here just stacking wood in the wrong pile, dude. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, speaking of stacking, like every card in the deck was stacked against this kid, right? Bro. So because of his dis- a dysfunctional relationship with his mom, he actually even slept in her bed until he was around thirteen years old. So this is even post op, all of it. So he's already well, got all this post off. I couldn't find yeah. an exact date, but it was around his twelve to thirteen. You know, still, existence. those are really oddly formidable years right before you like become a teenager. Well, You're it, getting it, hit it, with the fucking hormones. Is that that's an odd place to but, sleep? But honestly, though, if if you factor in his his potential of uh, of like gender confusion or dysmorphia, mm. no one would bat an eye if a daughter slept in the bed with their mother up until like 12 or 13. Yeah. But the fact that the son, who's clearly by that point, there's puberty, there's hormones and shit developing. So that could lend a little bit to the fact that he did feel that way. Yeah. But the mom's not helping it. No, no, she's feeding into it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, he actually resented her various boyfriends, and we're talking like post her um, divorcing his father. She's done with Joe at this point, uh, Bobby's father. Yeah. Yeah. So she was actually bringing home various boyfriends um, with her like late at night from her job. Um, and Bobby actually later stated he had to like watch his mom like kind of fuck these guys in their one bedroom apartment. Yeah, now again, Luella did deny this. Yeah, so, she did so deny it's a, he, it. It's but all if you're about in a, the he said she said bullshit. <laughs> but again, I mean, if you if you're like if you're in hey, a one bedroom apartment and you're bringing you're home guys, something. you might think you're you're uh, putting enough of a veil between what you're doing as an adult versus your kid. You're probably not. I mean. But fair enough, and she's 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 an older, you know, she, I mean, well, not old. I mean, but she's a grown woman with needs mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But now Bobby was saying that he had to witness it. Yeah, not that he heard it through the walls and shit like that. But again, if you've got a kid there, you know, she, you know not not the best of stuff here. And we, no. we we've clearly seen a pattern apart from them letting him, you know, get his breast production surgery. Well, I'm going to say this as a mom. I'm sorry, but if I'm living in a one bedroom apartment, my needs are going to go on fucking hold for my kid. I, I'm just saying that, like, I don't I'm a give a dude, f- so I cannot relate. But I, I, but as a I, dude who knows, who yeah, knows, I've got know. a job. My job is to work and to provide for kid or kids. No, like that's the last thing even on my fucking mind. Yeah. So now, again, right around this time, at the age of thirteen, Bobby Joe actually met the girl who would eventually become his wife. Wow. So that's this to me. That's kind of West mommy for sounding, this. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, God, I mean, if you're married, he's to already someone- starting to see him his male role being replaced with all these guys that are traipsing into her home, and now he needs to try to find his masculine role with somebody only, else. I'm not her only guy. Try yeah. to find somebody else cool. He's got his that's more indicative. Surgery. That's more indicative, like that mom's lying, or she thought that she was doing a better job than what she did. Right, like she thought that no, he never saw that, but yeah, no. did he and stuff like that. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but again, not no, I'm not knocking anybody who met their wife at 13. That shit happened. But that I mean, but it she also says also weren't didn't have this background to attach to exactly. It as well. But this is also around the same time that he ends up giving up sleeping in the same bed with his mom. Right, he found a replacement. Yeah, he found. I don't need you anymore. Yeah, you don't need me. And cool. adds another I don't need you. layer. Yeah, and adds another layer of the depravity of the relationship. And he was actually. Um, it it goes from girl or his mom to his girlfriend, where his mom was the dominating factor, and then his girlfriend almost immediately assumes that role as well. She right. knows that she's got him underneath his th- or under yep. her thumb. Um, but instead of just taking over that role, she also was like, "Oh, 
your mom's in on this too? Like, so his mom was already domineering right. and she kind of falls into it and they domineer and him they together. Yeah, they didn't really clash from the no. notes I saw where you would think it was kind of a power struggle, but it wasn't. So I, I wonder sometimes if like, they weren't so much knowingly being dominating to him so much as he was willfully being submissive for whatever reason you want to yeah. put that on. And they kind of both were willing to take advantage of it. Yeah, no, I agree with that as well. So, um, like I said, both his girlfriend and his mom would actually cooperate rather than compete in their dominance over fucking Bobby. Yeah. Um, so, Bobby and eventually enlisting into the army before getting married in 1974. Yeah, so he's like eight, maybe he's maybe almost 18, but right around 19. Yeah. So, fresh out of high school, basically. Yeah, just, okay, I don't have any job prospects. Okay, the smartest thing I can do is Which fucking was enlist. The style at the time yeah absolutely yeah. no matter what state you were in if you were in that i was class literally being... about to say especially if you're from west virginia no. you don't want to run moonshine or mine coal oh god <laughs> west virginia dreadheads i love it and y'all laughed at that everybody else can go fuck themselves go ahead joe <laughs> so six months after he enlisted he actually crashed a motorcycle dude why does he sit dude he oh my god why does he keep on why no is... no no okay on top of this his helmet shattered from the impact of his head on the road <laughs> Bobby so Lane, we're now talking about four, break your <laughs> four fucking possible concussions at the point, and he's like three of which happened within three years during this your most, most crucial fundamental developmental years. Five, six, and seven. Now he's oh. around. He's probably he's certainly nineteen by this point, maybe <laughs> twenty. And again, he's like, well. I mean, fuck. I mean, a bike and a horse and a swing. That ain't a motorcycle. I'm fucking good, dude. And then when he launches, he just goes Hold into instinct. Hold my beer. Watch this. He goes into instinct mode when he crashes. And he was just like, well, the skull's probably pretty thick. Let's land on that. Now, so what's different about this, though, is that while he was actually in the hospital, he started kind of developing, like, actual symptoms. And so he started actually having, uh, like, blinding fucking headaches, like, i.e. migraines, as well as, like, really unpleasant. Uh, unpredictable and, like violent rages and that's very indicative of someone yeah. with a ton of concussion problems yeah we're talking about frontal lobe okay so, so yeah talking, yeah so that, again not to not to bring up something else but that's one of the things if anyone's into wrestling the whole crisp and wah thing yeah was yeah. because of the repeated and that's why like now your wrestlers make sure to fucking put their hands up when they eat a chair shot to the fucking forehead instead of letting it just bash into that frontal lobe yeah because everyone who would agree who knew chris benoit and i'm not going to get into all this would say that's that was not i would never he think was he was capable of that yeah but he was snapping he was breaking because of the damage so again and and uh, you got to imagine too when you imagine him getting thrown from a bike and launching headfirst into a parked car straight frontal fucking lobe yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to get into, like, the ins and outs of, like, everything that the frontal lobe dictates, but, like, d indicative of damage is, like, kind of difficulty with, like, controlling emotion as well as, as, well as like, impaired judgment. So, yeah, yeah you it's can't... It's a very fucking... Cannot oh, your, rest whole, your whole brain's important. The frontal part... There's a reason yeah. it's at the front. It's hooked to your fucking eyes, yeah. your nose, your mouth. Yeah, like, when people tell you to rest on your laurels, you cannot do that after frontal lobe damage. Yeah, like you yeah. cannot, you cannot judge for yourself anymore. What's a laurel? <laughs> <laughs> so he also actually had a newfound obsession with sex. Now that would go along with with the with the the issue of controlling emotion, controlling uh, judgment, with his judgment, everything like that. Behavior. So now he's just like he's just impulse. Impulse is a big yeah. thing with the front. So the that frontal fucking lobe, that throttle. We know. Like, hey, you shouldn't strip down naked in the middle of the park. Somebody with, ha with the severe frontal lobe damage, if they have the thought, they're going to just do it. 
Right, right, yeah. right. So he's he's wide open now. Now, now, despite being in a cast, <laughs> but here, I mean, A for effort on this one, redheads. I'm not going to knock That's why I'm laughing. Away. I'm like, God damn, that's, that's tricky. Bobby Joe managed to masturbate up to five times a day. I'm a penis-possessing person. And I say that because we love all of our either or, neither nor dreadheads out there, as well as our fucking dreadhead and dreadheadettes. But as a penis-possessing person, if I jack off, I didn't jack off five times a day in my youth. I would have been too tired. I know, right? Like, that's some, that's, honestly, to me, I'm just like, you, you are actually out more to hit a number than you are a pleasure factor at that point. But like yeah, after yeah. two, like it's not even the same anymore. Like you don't even get the same fucking release, you're and just, I don't even, ex- I don't even have a dick. You're just like, popping ghost loads at yeah. that point. Your <laughs> socks not even getting wet. Orgasms when you're are not it. even as good because of no. nervous stimuli no. at that point. No, like no. you're just cracking them off to crack no, them like off. Just like Frank on it's always something. You're just mashing it at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't even, know, I don't even, you know. Gail is new. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so up to five times a day to relieve himself of, and a clear, clearly not. His, when you say relieve, physical. we don't. Yeah, I was about to not say physical, this is a mental. mental. This is all mental. Yes. Uh, now he would actually continue to do this once he's out of his cast and he's back home and recovering, despite also having sex with his wife. Again, this is. I mean, she's no longer thirteen, but the girl he met when he was thirteen multiple times a day uh bobby joe and his wife surprise surprise <laughs> i'm surprised they only had two kids right she clearly had like under between like 74 ovaries. 75 to 1980 well, i, I figured and i'm not i don't want to put you on the spot because someone who knows a lot about Kleinfelter, that's not common knowledge would the extra x chromosome feasibly lead to a lower sperm count I would think so, but you, I don't I would know enough so. about it. But yeah, I would think I would so because you have high, yeah, because heightened estrogen. And exactly. it, if estrogen and testosterone are out of balance, like you would always think, of, okay, if there's more estrogen, then there's lower testosterone. Right. But I'm not I, yeah, 100% yeah. I would sure. imagine if he did not have I should have done the research. Because <laughs> again, I mean, it's you can't get rid of that shit. So all they did no. was have the surgery to remove the, the excess of tissue on his breast. Yeah. He still got the syndrome, yeah. which could lead to a lower sperm count, which luckily. But again, that's really interesting because if you have higher estrogen and low, low testosterone, the yeah, the sex drive, like your sex drive should be down, but that lets, that lets credence to how much frontal lobe damage she has. Because that's why your wife is willing to be like, I have a headache tonight <laughs> and lie to you and lie to you about nothing else because <laughs> they do not need the sex as much as you do. <laughs> I know that may be on PC in 2023. But fuck you, you know I'm right, as my big bro Jay would absolutely say. All right, so now that we've got his tragic backstory out of the way of (laughs) him being rejected by his mother, women, ponies, motorcycles, bikes, and even fucking swings, (laughs) let's get into the fucking dread. Joe, starting around 1981, Bobby Joe Long committed at least roughly 50 rapes in the Fort Lauderdale, Ocala. So he's he's down in Florida by now. He's yeah. got out of the hills. He's yeah. going to the he's going he's traded mountains for sand dunes. <laughs> he's down in fucking Florida wrecking <laughs> havoc now where we're currently on vacation. While you're listening to this, we pre-recorded it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we don't run into him. We're not in this area. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, roughly 50 rapes in the Fort Lauderdale, Ocala, Miami, and Dade County area. Yeah, so like so how he would do this, he would actually contact women through the penny saver and other 
are classified ads. Yeah, so, so if you remember the fact of penny savers and classified ads, you're like, why don't they bring that back? Why have they done to our country? <laughs> Bobby Joe Long. People like this. People would put their fucking phone numbers in free fucking newspapers and this fucker would greet you. <laughs> so when he would honestly arrive at these women's homes, he had asked to use the bathroom and then took out his quote unquote rape kit and raped and robbed them. So this was his M.O. Um, Long was actually tried and convicted for rape in 1981. So only a year after what we're talking about, like so from like 80 to 81. Yeah, yeah, he he was a he was a busy bee. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but he requested a new trial, which was granted, and the charges were later dropped for unknown reasons. And so that brings us to 1983. Then Long moved to the Tampa Bay area. Now he's getting closer to where we're at on vacation. Yeah. So it's a little way, creepy. Yeah, it really is. But all right, so now, but though, it makes sense because it's a, a highly populated area. If you're going after free ads, like you don't want to be in the sticks even well, anywhere. He's he's ruined everything at the tip of Florida. Florida is our most penis-shaped state. So he has... Maybe that's the reason why he went. He's he so penis-obsessed. Yeah, like, I don't know why. I just want to go there. Uh, that's the same reason why we went dreadheads on vacation. But yeah, so he's, he's ruined... He's ruined the tip of the dick. Time to go down the shaft. Go to Tampa Bay. But now, when he relocates there, Joe... Now it's time to step up the games. He's gotten away with the rapes. And that wasn't enough... So take us to March of 1984. Yeah, so he, it was probably around, like I guess, like late 1983 is when he transferred down to Tampa. Right. And so that brings us to March of 1984, and this is artist, quote-unquote, Ann Wick, uh, age 20. Bobby Joe actually raped and strangled her despite already being on probation. So right. we talk, that's why we talked about the previous crime. And her body was discovered in a rural area on November 22nd of 1984. She was reportedly kind of hitchhiking from uh, Gas City, Indiana to Tampa, you know, doing the thing because that, that was a thing back in the day. Was well, the you style could, at the time. Yeah, you could safely hitchhike for yeah, the majority. And for, and for anybody who's nostalgic about hitchhiking. Uh, listen to every episode prior to this that involved motherfuckers <laughs> hitchhiking. It did not end well. Not not all the time, but for the majority of people, it did. That's fine, but enough, but you had your one off fucking stranglers and, and rapists. Which is why now, if I see someone hitchhiking, I was like, "You got a fucking death wish. You ain't getting in my car." <laughs> Absolutely not. Now I think the roles are reversed. I'm like the serial killers trying to hitchhike now, where used to they had the car. <laughs> now, um, she was actually also reported to have uh, been engaged. Age, uh, to be married at the time of her murder. Right. That brings us to May 13th, 1984. Um, Nguyen, Goyen. It would be uh, pronounced Nguyen. Nguyen. Yeah, Shit. Yeah. God, how, God damn it. I hate how you can better pronounce everything than me. Well, Joe, see, Fuck the off, John. Well, see, well, the, the, well, no, it's an easy issue. Nah, nah. See, you're half white. <laughs> I'm all white. <laughs> And in America, you are not all white. I'm not, no, I won't. Treat I was about to say, fuck off. You are not all. I did. I did. You free- tan better than I do, and you have a Mexican mustache. So fuck off. I do. I do. <laughs> I do have a bandolero <laughs> growing on my lip. And I will not stop it, and I'm just letting it continue. But no, I did like the free ancestry.com, and basically was just like, oh, cool, I was English until they left. <laughs> and they fucked everything, everything they not fucked white everything that was not white yep. until they eventually got up into upper south carolina and ran out of indians that kind of makes sense of uh, like how we got together because you were primarily with white girls up until me but i didn't want it no 
I was I was I was settling for white girls. I I had what down in the South we white folks refer to as the, the fever, fever, and I'll leave it at that. But but because of the way things were, again, I'm I'm an I'm an I'm older. I'm 38. Uh, and, well, at the time of recording this in 2023, I was 38. So I was really fucking worried about like. What would get said if I suddenly started hanging out with the girls I wanted to? And I did always have kind of an Asian fetish, but I liked big asses. So like, you're the perfect mix. I the, was. No, you're still you're still my fucking soulmate. Get out of here. Go on. Now let's talk about Nguyen Tai Long. She was age 20, and she met her demise with Bobby Joe Long on May 13th of 1984. I think it's interesting her last name was Long. Just saying. Just well, saying. Yeah. yeah. He may have been like, ooh. <laughs> We're both longs. Yeah. Her name is my name too. Fucking John Jacob Jingle. All right, all right, all right. So Nguyen was actually an exotic dancer, so i.e. a stripper, in Tampa and was known to drink and do drugs. And she was found in Southern Hillsborough County only 48 or like 48 to 72 hours Two, after actually days, being yeah. killed. Yeah. yeah. Found um, her kind of quickish. Yeah, yeah. So she was nude, face down, hands tied behind her back. Her legs were actually bound, spread over five feet apart. That's a good split. Uh, that's a rough I split. I couldn't do that. I, I would hope if I ever successfully did that, it was post-mortem. That's, that's an easy split, but, I mean, for me, I mean, we well, both yeah. know that. All right. <laughs> easy with your three kid ovaries over there. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> um, and an extension cord that was wrapped around her neck like a leash. Now, the county sheriff's office actually said it appeared it had been, her body had actually been kind of displayed this right. way. So wanted, we have no idea if the rape, the, yeah, but I don't, we don't know if the rape happened in that position, um, but that's how she was kind of displayed. Now, the cause of death actually was eventually determined to be strangulation, i.e. that cord around her neck. Right. Now, let's, uh, right at a week or two weeks weeks later dreadheads on may 27th of 1984 we've got michelle denise sims she was age 22 now she was a california native and she did have a history as working as a prostitute std spread the dread i know our our initials <laughs> ha, 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 but we did that on purpose because i mean listen to our show it's, why wouldn't we we're fucking juveniles uh, but we're pro-sex workers, so th mm -hmm. there's nothing like that as far as asking for it. But he does. this is a trend where he seems to target. Uh, she, Yeah, so she had a history of working as a prostitute. Now, uh, Michelle Sims was discovered in an isolated area of eastern Hillsborough County. So right now, they're all in the same county. Mm -hmm. uh, Michelle was found nude with her clothing actually kind of nearby. And this she was found roughly nine hours uh, after, after she was actually murdered, yeah. so they're getting a little they, not to not to be gross, but it's, it's getting fresher and fresher. Yeah, they're, they're, now you know it would, they're it would on his tail. It would yeah, suggest yeah. the wrong or at least he, even it. though they're like he's trying to make it more rural, it's still a highly populated area. People are still coming across these bodies. Yep. Now Michelle Sims uh, was on her back, her hands tied uh, to her waist with a clothesline, and she had a ligature around her neck, similar to the same one that Nguyen Long, uh, Nguyen Tai Long, the previous victim, had around her uh, neck as well. Uh, however, Michelle Sims' throat had been cut, and she had sustained multiple blunt force trauma injuries 
to her head as well. So that makes me wonder if, like, he tried choking her, she didn't go out, then that was the reason why he, like, you know, like, started beating her about the head. Yeah, like, Like, why she's not dead yet. Yeah. I mean, possibly. So, so again, we're waiting. At this point, we're a little less than a month away. June 24th of 1984, we have one Elizabeth Loudenbach. She's also 22. Now, Loudenbach was an assembly line worker. So at a factory, you know, yeah. doing, doing at least that with kind the last stuff. two victims, like yeah, she's not a, like a woman there, of yeah, the night, a stripper, prostitute yeah. kind of thing going on, and she also had no criminal history, so no history of being caught with drugs. Obviously, when we talk about the the ones that have drug problems as prostitutes and uh, strippers, as I say, classifieds used to be a thing. Like doing classifieds, like that's actually how my mom and dad actually met. Was like you know through we know don't. your dad. <laughs> Dad flipped through a magazine, pointed to her, and it's like, I want that. And we know how it worked. Back but then. essentially, no, back, the, back, back in the day, like, that's how you, I mean, hell, that uh, there was no we, other way. We even talked about Dusseldorf. Internet. Like, we were even talking about um, uh, Curtin. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't, um, uh, it wasn't abnormal for a single lady to put an advertisement out. Like, look, this is what I'm looking for. Hey, man, like, and that kind of opens you up to perpetrators. Yeah, oh, the, or, the Sunset Strip Killers. Yeah. I believe it, that was a, a, yeah. another one that had some of that in it. And I could, I get it wrong. I know it was in February. We're doing couples. It was one of those couples. Yes. But no, you're right. There's a, there was a, Carol killer. Bundy. And I forget yeah. the guy's name. Right off the top uh, Doug. Doug Clark. Clark. There we yeah, go. Okay, there yeah. We go. Yeah. Uh, but, but I know a lot of you are like, why would you put that in the newspaper? Think about what the fuck you give online. Yeah. Online's the news. Fucking yeah, well, newspaper. we even came online. We used to go ASO. ASO, ASO. Oh, like, God, I mean, it's essentially. The, the chats. Yes. Age, sex, it's location. location. Like, yeah, I know this is about Pokemon cards, but that's not why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to pick your chew. <laughs> <laughs> that's not in the notes, Dreadheads. I'm just, I'm just that fucking witty. Uh, but yeah, so again, when we talk about, though, again, like with the strippers and the prostitutes, where their history of drugs, you, you should know that, A, most of these notes came from the actual filing from the police on this. Yeah. So there was a lot to dig through. So when they say they had like drug abuse, they had been picked up for it. Yeah. Or they were picked up. There was for, an actual history that they was had documented. Drugs on them. Yep. They didn't just assume it. These are direct from police notes on yep. this one, and that's not always the case. But with this one, it, there was a lot. I mean, I, and this I would is say, why we're for legal um, sex work is absolutely. because these girls you should protect it. Exactly. You shouldn't have had to go these grimy means of finding Johns like you should have been. I'm sorry for me. you. No, I know. I, I know. know. That's I the know. term. I know. But I no, essentially fine, Johns can also be a good thing. It's just it's just <laughs> random sex partners. And <laughs> hey, uh, uh, but, but for anyway, for Elizabeth Loudenbach, uh, again, no criminal history. Now, she was found in an orange grove in southeastern Hillsborough County. Her body was found fully clothed and was in an advanced stage of decomp, DK, decomposition. I'm starting to get like you with saying decomp (laughs) with all the shit. I've been in with you for almost two decades. That happens. (laughs) But she, however, unlike the previous two, did not have any kind of ligature around her neck. Okay, but. I would say this though, like especially advanced decomp. It, she was found in June. We're talking about Florida. It it very well been already ate up. It's already gone. Like, there's no way to figure that fucking out once you the tissues dissolved and you primarily have bones. And because when her body was actually found, the weight including now her listen clothes. Listen to this, dreadheads, because I it took me a while reading this to be like, 
oh my fucking god <laughs> to process it yes yeah exactly what it was go ahead Jill. yeah yeah so her total body weight including the clothes was only 25 pounds right. so that tells that's you how salvage from the scene yep. that was left of her body yep that's a lot that's a lot you're of talking about insects you were talking about heat you're talking about humidity like those all those variables mean a lot to people who are coming out to like a scene as far as like for, uh, forensic uh, uh professionals and being like oh i don't i don't find any ligature marks no motherfucker you ain't gonna find shit like right well and unlike the other two previous ones her body was not found near an interstate or anything like that so again no. she's in an orange grove and things like that yeah. it didn't seem like quite the quick dump yeah of, of a body like the other ones and that might been. be a big reason why i was on a, an advanced stage of decomp because i mean you're an orange grow come on now oh well yeah humidity you have sutures yeah thank you yeah you have different types of insects yeah stuff for <laughs> sure now he ain't slowing down joe and October, he is very active. Let's kick off with October 7th of 1984. Yeah, that brings us to uh, Chanel Devon Williams, age 18. Um, she actually had an arrest rec- record for prostitution. All right, so he's getting kind of back on his M.O. at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, like. I think it would be who you would pick up on the, the, well, his imagine, means of picking yeah, up. I You're going to come across someone that's um, an exotic dancer. And again, I, I don't mean this in a negative way because, no. again, we're pro-sex work. But there is, and support if, your local strippers. Absolutely, but I would imagine that there's a lot of uh, you know uh, uh, strippers who may be up mm-hmm. for earning some extra money. Wink, wink on yeah. on that. Uh, it, well, I, I think the point you're trying to get into without like um, being disparaging to yeah, a stripper. To I, shit, none of these. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, yeah. Shit. That's like, that's, that's okay. why I'm I'm actually elaborating right, some. Say, say what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. So I'm elaborating some. So um, you have a blurred line between prostitution, legal prostitution, as well as stripping, because I either already getting naked. A lot of the times you have pimps. You know, like, that's imagine, the problem with keeping it so fucking right, like, underground. Let's get right back to it. But like in Vegas, mm-hmm. where there's certain areas where prostitution is legally allowed in in America, uh-huh. I would imagine that that a lot of those girls who work at like what is it like the Moonlight Bunny Ranch uh-huh. probably do strip because obviously they're comfortable with being naked. Yeah, and I mean obviously you don't want to just be fucking people for twenty four hours in a row. Okay, cool. I'm gonna finish my shift. I'm gonna go to the strip club and earn just as much money yep. shaking my shit. And let them know, you know, maybe in the strip club we'd be like, yeah, she's from the moonlight. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, come and see me it. in a couple of days. You right, know? and shit yeah. like that. Because, I mean, everybody in a strip club is hoping to bang the stripper. Yeah, yeah. Most of the dudes. That's now, the we, underlying fantasy. That's what right. actually brings yeah, so, them there. So, That's why it makes them throw dollars. Right. Like, so I'm not yeah. trying to be a dick when I'm like, there's probably plenty of strippers that do hook. And I would imagine if they're not... I mean, obviously, when we think of a lot, I think a lot of us, when we think of prostitutes, we think of just ate up with drugs, awful yeah. shit. But that's not necessarily always and the case And it wouldn't necessarily be the case if we did legalize it. So that's why I want to, like, clear that I line. Agree. Yeah, I yeah, want to so clear that's, that so line. That's I wanna, you, you go ahead now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So essentially, um, you have this blurred line between, like, different forms of, like, sexual acts. Sex entertainment. It's sex entertainment. Yeah, that's a great, be better way of putting it. To, but, but, but prostitution... And stripping, that is sex entertainment. They're selling sex as entertainment. Sometimes entertainment is interactive, like a prostitute. Sometimes it's a look, don't touch kind of thing for whatever your thing is. But it is. It's sex as entertainment, and there's nothing fucking wrong with it. 
Yeah. And again, I, you know. And that's where we're, um, I wanted to clarify. It's like we're not being disparaging towards no. being a stripper at all. No. Um, but back in these days, especially this wanna... area, yeah. yeah, you're going to have a blurred line there. For sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now, yeah, get back to, let's let's talk more about Chanel uh, Devin Williams, October 7th of 84. Yeah. So like we said, she had a rest record for prostitution. She was actually discovered near the Pasco, Hillsborough, Caney line. So he's getting a little further now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of them have been he's, in Hillsborough. He's trying to spread them out to a certain extent but it it shows you a comfort zone like yes, yeah but it's he, also showing a, a thing of uh, it's going to be at this point in my mind and i'm not jumping ahead of the notes we'll mm-hmm. get there it shows someone that's definitely not crazy yeah because he's i know putting this is in wrong. different locations yep. yeah he's clearly thinking fuck if i keep doing this they're gonna catch me mm-hmm. let's do an orange grove Hey, let's still stay in the same county, but let's get a little bit further out than what we normally it, do. This is exactly. rational, rational decision making from as a result of an irrational action. Yeah, there you go. So her body was lying uh, next to a, uh, a kind of a dirt entrance to a cattle ranch, and her clothing, except for her bra, was found next to her body. Her bra had actually been tied in a knot and was found hanging from the road's entrance gate. Yeah, so that's, that's a little a teasing. yeah. Yeah, like so that's a little different. The body yep. and stuff like that. He's still kind of teasing. Pride. There's pride in that. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, think about all the rapes he got away with at the at, at Florida's penis tip. Yeah. Down there in Miami, oh, and all that stuff. He, 50 he feels hauling a off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, her head uh, area was in advanced decomp uh, more than the rest of her body. And the autopsy revealed a puncture wound to the back of the neck, but a gunshot wound to the neck was actually the reason or for the cause of death. So would that now, lead to makes, the advanced decomp, the fact that the, the open wounds were on I the think, head and neck? I think actually, so I, I'm suspecting the reason for the advanced decomp is that there was a lot of brunt force trauma because right, but, you're opening it to natural elements right, but at even that point. if there point. wasn't, if there was a gunshot wound there and an open wound to the back of the neck, oh, yeah, it's but, nothing, pour but nothing blood. else in the body has any open yeah. wounds, uh, the, the insects and the environment are going to affect those areas first. Yeah, no, I agree with you there too. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so now though, he's not done. October, he goes ham. Joe, we're middle of the month. October fourteenth of nineteen eighty four. Karen Beth, oh boy, uh, Den's, Den's friend. friend. Den's yeah. friend. She's age twenty eight. Tell us about her. Yeah. So Karen was actually again known as a prostitute and a coke lover. That's that's the powder. That's the booger sugar. <laughs> I love me some coke. <laughs> I love you, Coke you Zero. You love to ski the slopes. Well, <laughs> back in the day, no, not as much as you. No. No, you were a much bigger fan of that. Me, if someone, if, someone, if you busted out an eight Way ball, before we got together, yeah, though. Now, if you busted out an eight ball and a 12 pack where I could have my stimulants and my depressants <laughs> tug a war in the whole night to where I didn't get one too far to one side or the other, that's a fine night. <laughs> I'm 38. Without fear of any kind of problem, I may still be down for that. <laughs> I never looked back on a Coke and, and liquor night with with anything but fond memories. You know, they balance that, each other. Uh, yeah, you're right. No, now that I'm thinking back on it, because it's been a long goddamn time, y'all. Yeah, my NSA agent already knows this. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. Not yeah. Both of ours. But she, yeah, but you're what, right, though. Like I always, I, like I could never think about a bad night on Coke. It's honestly, I would do cocaine like I would imagine a Buddhist monk would. It's all about balance. <laughs> You got to have the yin and the yang. Cool. A Buddhist you got, monk during, doing coke. Oh, that's, that's John. That's John. That's yeah. totally me. Yeah. Shave my head, I'm put sure. me on a robe, which would be great because my dangly <laughs> bits could dangle. And you get kind of hot when you're on coke. The body temperature and on beer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, they're like, hey, I got a fifth of Jack and an eight ball. Cool. 
let's go somewhere now and do that. That's me. Now I got three kids and shit like that. I, I would probably still attempt it, but I probably wouldn't make it out of it. <laughs> like, you know, you'd be like, man, that's, I don't know if rigor mortis set in or was he smiling that big when he died? Because clearly his heart exploded. <laughs> but, but That's but a great deal of yeah, coke but, residue but, on his nose. My God, does that man and look on like his he teeth. went? Yeah, he may have came and went at the same time. Hey, <laughs> Pryor. Yeah, All right. I did, that was totally not me. Yes, that's a total Richard Pryor thing right there. So, but yeah, but she, we're not talking Coke Zeros, Diet Cokes, Coke Classic. No, we're talking about Coke. She liked her booger sugar. Go yes. Ahead. So she was found in an unpopulated area of northeastern Hillsborough County in an orange grove. Oh, we're back to the orange grove now. I, mixing it up. But I mean, Florida's, Florida's known, Florida's known the, as the orange state. So I, yeah. it's not if you're like, well, that's weird. For our non-U.S. folks. Like, yeah, Florida's known for its orange exports, its citrus exports. So, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, oh, oh Orange Grove is like, right. I don't for, know. It's, from, it's like, not for, uncommon without there. Without giving away my hometown, if there was a watermelon patch <laughs> or a soybean field that I was dumping bodies in, it no one would get, would bat a fucking eye. There's tons of, which one was it in? Yeah, exactly. oranges in Florida. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, she was found nude. Uh, from the waist down, her body actually had been dragged from the roadway and placed on a gold-colored bedspread. Yeah. Uh, and a blue jogging suit was actually tied outside the blanket. Yeah, now, so so he, he put her body... Uh, uh, we I, I Again, can't, it's, a, it's a way of displaying it, though, but it's, again, a way of displaying it. Right, like, well, if well, you're really trying to hide it, you're not going to put no. it on some, like, distinctly different colored fucking, like, bedspread versus its outside side of area well no but what i'm saying is like the, the 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 jogging suit was used to basically i can't i couldn't confirm if she was dead or alive when he dragged her out with that comforter with that bedspread the gold one and he used the jogging suit to kind of take the four corners of the bedspread yeah. lash it together almost make like a satchel out of it yeah, something he could sack. Easily, yes yes mm-hmm. and something like that so uh but yeah that's that is why but again the gold bedspread and displaying her on that was totally for visual effect yeah, going on there exactly yeah so also her hands were uh, her hands were bound in front with ligature marks around her throat so now yeah now we're getting back to the strangulation yeah you know? yeah he has a certain way he likes to bind him clearly signed that he's mixing it up he has his things yeah he does have his things but sometimes but somebody with frontal lo- but somebody with frontal lobe damage, you know, maybe he saw something on the news or maybe he saw something while uh, flipping through channels that incited uh, an idea and then he had to have that impulse. So right, yeah, but it her goes hands, back to her it. hands were and again, we're still talking about Kara, uh, Karen Beth Densford. Her hands were bound in front and there was ligature marks around her throat, uh, but she had been struck on the forehead. So there was some of this again, blunt, some force, of the, trauma. The blunt force trauma and then she was ultimately strangled. Now, Joe, let's wrap up. Still in October, y'all. Right, let's wrap up October of 1984, October 30th. Kimberly, and this is the I found that nickname. Had. I found that nickname. Did I not have that? <laughs> no, you right, didn't. Kimberly I had to find it. Sugar Kyle Hops. That's a weird nickname or a middle name for a girl, Kyle. Oh, I mean, it could have been. So it we're still like t- a familial thing. I get it. Yeah, but you just don't hear that that no. often. Now, she uh-uh. was age 22. Now, Kimberly, uh, Kimberly Hops was last seen uh, actually by her boyfriend. Uh, getting into a 77, 78 maroon Chevy Cordoba. Chrysler. 
Sorry, Chrysler Cordoba. <laughs> Either way, nobody's driving a Cordoba now. I don't even know what I don't even I don't know, know the top of my head like. what that no, looks like. No yeah. fucking idea. I'm gonna imagine it was their fucking attempt at a gremlin or a pinto <laughs> or a pacer. One of them real shitty 70 cars. Yeah, you're like right. Hippie. You're so Hippies right. don't have a lot of money, but they like to travel. <laughs> so, you know, maybe we put out something that, hey, if someone spits against your rear bumper, the goddamn engine goes in flames. But as long as that's otherwise, you you you're, you're good. Broke, hippie <laughs> fucking one love ass can afford it uh now she she was nude uh, yeah her, her oh oh fuck yeah so she was nude when she found but her remains were mummified joe yeah so again we're talking about heat and you're talking yeah. about october where there's less and, humidity and, yeah, so it's like okay, sun so roasting now we're the dry heat yeah yeah, you yeah. Are correct there, so you were okay. talking about lechon like essentially i do love some lechon but <laughs> now i'm gonna fucking think of this and that's gonna ruin it if you don't know what lechon is look up filipino and lechon and then comment in the comments below <laughs> uh but but they were found near highway 301 again so now he's doing another highway dump yep which he hasn't done in a few victims uh-huh. his first few were that way uh, but this was uh, near Highway 301 in Northern Hillsborough County, just south of the Pasco County line. Yeah. So so, uh, so how she was found, like we said, was mummified, but it's slightly different. She actually had no clothing. Um, the ligatures or any other type of physical evidence were um, not found at the actual scene. And because of the amount of time her nude body was exposed to the elements, no evidence actually was recovered. Now, this next part, would ultimately lead to the downfall of Bobby Joe Long. And it's something very out of characteristic for what we've established. Now, we, we've established the fact that he's mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, there's but clearly, he rapes and kills. Right, there's clearly some MOs there, mostly mm-hmm. the ligature. Now he's gotten into a little bit more of the, the, the you know, beating in blunt the head, the trauma, blunt force yeah. trauma and shit like that. But let's talk about November 3rd of 1984. Again, the last murder was October 30th. That was Kimberly Hops. Now we're, we're, we're just a few days away, Joe. Let's talk about Lisa McVeigh, who was only 17 years old, the youngest victim of yeah. his so far. Yeah. So, like you said, uh, November 3rd, 1904, Bobby Long, um, uh, Bobby Joe Long, um, abducted her as uh, she was actually riding her bike home from a donut shop where she worked at. Right. Um, she was blindfolded, taken along home, and repeatedly raped for around 20 fucking six hours, y'all. So she got picked up. I can't even imagine what she went through, especially with somebody who is, again, has frontal lobe damage. How many times she was actually raped. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who would, who would, who would still relieve himself five plus times a day while still having sex, sex with his wife times with two his three wife. times yeah. with his wife like yeah i i can't even imagine but she like we said she was bonfold but mcveigh knowingly left as she many was finger- smart. yeah she Very was smart at 17 way fucking smart for her age instincts in her yes. big ups to her yes so she left as many fingerprints in long's home as she could actually figure out how to do and aided any kind of fe- with the hope that she could aid any kind of future police investigation um long act eventually released mcveigh and she eventually provided police information on his home his car and actually a time when he actually used an atm so i'm curious and we'll get back into it 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 seems to me like he was kind of trying out the idea of having a sex slave 
Something of that nature, because th this is very out say, of character. You're There's right. No you're right. Uh, I, was say, I hesitated for a second, but the previous ones, yeah, it was all about a, a momentary, like, excitatory response to having a victim and doing what he wanted to and then killing him, where she was kind of harbored and she was kind of uh, protected for that 26-ish hours where he was like, oh, I'm going to repeatedly use her versus where he took... And he took her to his home, where the other right. ones were left out in the wild. Right. And, and I will say, I didn't put it in the notes, because I only found one source on it. Mm. Um, but there was, there was mention in that source that, uh, I guess, at some point, him and, him and Lisa McVeigh were having conversations, and she brought up childhood sexual trauma. Uh. And it's in that one source, it suggested... That a because he hadn't killed her immediately, mm -hmm. no new knew, knew, uh, knew nothing about her her history. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the history of the others he had killed. Yeah. But getting that history from her, there was almost like an empathetic response. Makes sense. And why he let her go, I didn't put that in. That, I could only find it from that one. I didn't see anything where it was verified. But it does. I, make I get sense. why you didn't. That's the same reason why I don't. A lot of the times when I do know, right. the same reason why I don't. Uh, right, but it does it, make but sense because if you look at everything prior, he's literally his raping, mo completely and changed. It. Yeah, completely changed because there's a sympathy response. Right, and and that's very lucky for Lisa McVeigh. But now Joe, just three days later, now he he got her on the third. Yeah, uh, he he did what he did for a over a day. Mm -hmm. So just a, less than 48 hours later, on November 6th of 1984, he encounters Virginia Lee Johnson, who's 18. Now, Virginia actually split her time between uh, the state of her birth, her home state of Connecticut, and the North Tampa area where she worked at a prostitute, as a prostitute. I do not know why that was. I'm guessing maybe trying to get out of the lifestyle, going back home things of that nature, and then going back to I mean, to how does do? anybody feel about what they do behind closed doors versus their family? Like, you try, to, you try to keep it separate, and that she had the opportunity, whether we know what those, uh, those variables were, she was trying to keep it separate. Right, that's the best I could figure as well. Yeah. Uh, now, her body was discovered near Morris Bridge Road, which is actually in Pasco County. So now everything's been done in Hillsborough. Now he's actually crossed the county line. Yeah, so Whether, yeah, he's north knowingly of or not, yeah. knowingly or not, or we're not saying that, but now he's into a new county. The bones of Virginia Johnson were were scattered all around a pretty big area. A ligature was also found in the area, so some some type of makeshift strangulation device, yeah. rope, clothesline, clothing, whatever. Um, but another ligature was found around an arm bone as well. There was also a shirt. A pair of uh, women's underwear, panties. I, I I don't know why I think the word panties as a, as a thirty-eight it's year old dude with a daughter. I don't know. It's just kind of I don't know. I feel like I it's don't got... like panties because you kind of like glorifying what a woman wears next to her okay. like fucking vagina. I feel why that can't way. we just call them all fucking underwear? That's fine. If you if you guys like the <laughs> I word feel the panties, same exact way. It's, it's been in there, but I, it's just the thing for me. Actually, why don't like um uh, lingerie? I'm like, what you wear to bed is just what you wear to bed. <laughs> I mean, as speaking for most dudes, if you the less you wear, the better. Lace be goddamned. Maybe for for an occasion, that's fine. But like to me, I'm just like if you came to bed in lingerie, okay, clearly you want to fuck. 
You could have done that for for a lot less money and just shown up naked and pressed your bare ass into me. Thank you. But I'm a simple guy, dreadheads. You know, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Uh, but also some jewelry was found around the area. Mm. Uh, the, the hair, so no motive of robbery. So Exactly. Yeah. So it's strictly for the crime that was committed. There was also uh, human hairs uh, from the head. Uh, that were pres- uh, were presumed to be uh, from Virginia Lee Johnson were also recovered. Uh, and the Hillsborough homicide detectives at this point obviously met with the Pasco County detectives because this fits what's been going on yep. in their county, but yeah. now it's in another uh-huh. county. Uh, and they believed that this was opened to the, the homicide that they were currently Okay, so they're already kind of linking shit up. So, well, yeah, hats off. Point, you know, yeah. yeah, they're definitely, I mean, clearly he's mixing it up a little bit, but there's, if it's you not, hear about it's it It's not back like back. three counties away or another state away. They're like, oh, this is neighboring counties. Like, right. this, well, then, this is then, suspect as fuck, and it fits our previous MO. Hey, we need compare notes. And there's been at least two that we mentioned where the bodies were found very close to the Pasco line. Anyway. Again, that's why I mentioned I don't think he intentionally put him no. into Pasco County. He was trying Poor to just, judgment on his part, yeah, but, but just, luckily for the victims. No, then that's fantastic. Now, Joe, take us to November of 24th, mm-hmm. 1984. Uh, his final victim, Kim Marie Swan, age 21. Okay, awesome. You know what's great? I actually read that it's 12, and I'm like, oh, thank God. No, yeah. You're <laughs> dyslexia 20, kicked yeah. in. 21. Yeah. No, 21. Like, oh, thank God, 21. No, no. Lisa McVeigh at 17, <sighs> at least for what we what I could find in the research, was the youngest victim of his, so there was nothing about pedophilia I involved. Say, thank goodness. We've had a rough which, few weeks. Which, again, though, could lend, lend credence to the fact that where Lisa McVeigh, again, I only had one source, Connected with yeah. him about childhood sexual yep. trauma, and so he uh, was not interested age. in yeah. killing in, her, extinguishing her, but using her or, how he needed, or for others that were underage. Yeah, that wasn't his thing. You know, he didn't. He yeah. still saw the, the the sacredness of childhood, despite whatever really, and we'll never know. You know, no. what I'm saying what all went on in his, or if even that conversation with him and Lisa McVeigh ever took place. Yeah, but it does. It it, it stacks the deck in favor of the fact that, that may have been one of the reasons he did let Lisa McVeigh go. I would agree with you there. Yeah. So, uh, like just, uh, John just said, um, Kim Swan actually worked as a stripper and was known to have a drug problem. Um, she was last seen at a convenience store near her parents' home. Her body was found on an incline off of North Orient Road in the city of Tampa 24 hours after actually being killed. A pair of blue jeans and a blue flowered top were near her body. So, obviously, her clothing, we would assume. Um, She was face down with prevalent ligature marks on the front of her neck, wrist, and arm. So, she was bound at least uh, pre-mortem, pre-killing. Right. Um, So, no ligature was actually found at the scene. So, yeah, at this point, he's taken them off of her. He took it off of her. But, but, you know, again, if you've ever seen ligature marks on something, there's bruising. There's there's busted blood vessels. I said, there's, like, distinct discoloration. Yeah. Um, So, like we said, no ligature was actually found at the scene, but it appeared that the killer had actually pulled off the road and thrown the body over the edge and onto the incline. So she was like a quick, you know, thump. The way he was doing most of them off the interstate. This is a different location, but still the same method of disposal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, again, in some weird way, it still kind of fits his MO. Now, her, Kim's body actually revealed that shit 
her excrement, fecal matter, however you want to put it, was actually present on the inside of her legs and on her clothing. So while what he did, he went through it, transpired, thank you, Um, she was defecating on herself and it was smeared around during the incident. This is the first time that... I could find note that that had happened mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, not a pretty sight. And I don't mean that in a negative way about her pooping herself, but clearly. But this any was- woman actually that knows her own anatomy can understand that. So, like, if you're fighting, you're you're trying to, like, force your legs closed or they're being forced open. You can understand that bearing down and, like, not wanting an insurance could actually push poop out there. I yeah. mean, it's the whole reason like why some women actually uh, shit themselves during childbirth. Hell, you I did. did it. I did it. You did on Cub. Yeah. And I was very close to seeing yeah. it. Yep. And we don't we don't fart around each other. No. We don't do any of that. Nope. It's only permissible we're, we're if not, we're sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're we, not into that, that kind of humor. Nope, nope. And that's just not, who we are. Not knocking you. That, that's just no, our thing. Uh-uh. And and But yeah, I had to see you poop. Yep. And I remember really goddamn up close. insanely fresh African. off the boat. <laughs> African doctor who made me Come hold a daddy. leg as though modern medicine was not around him. <laughs> or a stirrup. <laughs> no. Daddy, Come hold here. a leg. Yeah. I'm not, that's not racism. That is an accurate historical account of what he sounded like <laughs> and verbatim fucking said. And he said. laughed his ass off at and you. <laughs> when he, he, he chucked and Joe was very, very heavy during Cubs <laughs> yes. pregnancy. She ate as much as she could. Yeah. And he threw her massive leg <laughs> onto the shoulder that would ensure that my head was deadlocked to both of her holes. Normally, normally one of my favorite things to view. Not, Not in this job or no. And when the poop started going, wrong push, mommy, wrong push, push here. And I'm like, oh, no. But you remember he pushed on my teenager push from here i'm like ah yeah he, boy he, but cubs heard a game coming through <laughs> no, once once he instructed everything you just started blowing a hairy bubble real quick and that kid was out so <laughs> big ups thank to him. you to our wonderful african daughter I just we re- had I, two very successful uh, successful deliveries after the fact yes and i just wanted to hold your hand and be there for moral support <laughs> at your head and you and can't even do that not, Brazil. <laughs> He did not allow that. So shame on him for that. But the kid got there happy and healthy. And now the Tampa uh, PD noted the ligature marks on the victim. Now we're talking about Hillsborough County, Pasco County, and now Tampa Kim, County and, is involved. Uh, getting, Kim Swan. We're still in Kim Swan. 21. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But, but now we're talking three different counties. Oh, yeah. In the span, two more counties got added in the span of two more victims. Yeah. So he's 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 maybe getting a little sloppy, whatever. But but good. I can only imagine like just driving down saved. a dirt road. You have no goddamn idea no, what fucking county the, you're for in. For all the lives that were saved, yeah, great, awesome that he fucked up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, and but, these police officers picked up on the fucking mo. Right. Right. So and I would imagine, great especially training. after everything happened, where Pasco County found that mm-hmm. now they're cooperating with the HCSO, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. And so, so there's already discussion there, and then now another one turns up. They're already cooperating with another county. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there's already some groundwork laid there. Again, Bobby Joe Long would not have known that. Uh, but the Tampa Police Department did note uh, the ligature marks on the neck. They got in touch with the HCSO. Again, the Hillsborough County uh, Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office, Office, which yeah. is where most of these bodies were found, was Hillsborough County, uh, as they believe that the murder of Kim Swan 
uh, was related to the, the seven other kills in Hillsborough and Pasco County. That, again, as I had stated, meant that now three different jurisdictions, dreadheads, were now involved in this investigation. But luckily, all of these follies that Bobby Joe Long was finally committing near the end of all this yeah. shit would ultimately lead to his arrest and trial and execution. Uh, investigators yeah. had, amount, had, had amassed multiple forms of evidence, including clothing, uh, carpet fibers, semen, obviously Jizz. gross. <laughs> Jizz. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Jizz Long. Uh, <laughs> Ligature marks and, uh, and, and various different knots that were used in the ligatures that were constantly used over and, and over and, again. And that was a big reason why he ended up being wanted in three of the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay area jurisdictions. Right. So, and that takes us into November 16th of 1984. And if you've been following along, Dreadheads, 84 has been a busy year. Yeah. Busy fucking year. <laughs> uh, so finally... Bobby Joe Long was arrested outside of a movie theater. All right, he was charged with the sexual battery and kidnapping of Lisa McVeigh. Again, and that's his the, victim that's the that he released. Left. Yeah, and yep. then so, she and was like a boss ass bitch. It was like I'm left the fingerprints. fingerprints I knew exactly. Uh, uh, well, not exactly, but the sp- somewhat of the specific time that he hit the ATM up. Like she's a boss bitch. And she went right to the cops afterwards and got it all out. Um, so Bobby Joe Long signed a formal Miranda rights waiver and consented to questioning and confessed to raping and kidnapping Lisa. And if McVay. you don't know, if you do not know what that means, it, if you're in outside the United States, it means that you understand your rights as a person or a U.S. Yeah, citizen. You probably watch USA cop dramas. You have the yeah. right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will, will be used against yeah, that whole court thing. Of law. But essentially, what he said was, I'm "Okay, waving I'm waving it. I get it." Okay, you can question me. I, I don't, I'm not requesting an attorney. I'll give you whatever information that you request of me. Right. So what happened, though, and these detectives luckily were smart enough, after he had confessed to all of that, they began questioning Bobby Joe about the unsolved sexual battery homicides that, take, that took place in the area. And as the, the uh, detectives kept questioning him, Bobby Joe Long replied, I'd quote ra- yeah i'd, I'd rather, rather not, not answer, answer that, that. Like, which could you not say anything more fucking guilty really i mean i don't know what you're talking about yeah. that's really quick i plead my fifth amendment like really something. uh but the detectives continued to interrogate him again he had waived his rights this is their thing yep uh they continued to interrogate him and they ended up actually showing him photos of the various victims now seeing the pictures bobby joe long stated quote the complexion of things sure have changed since you came back into the room i think i might need an attorney end quote i was hoping you were gonna read that in a west virginian accent I don't know. The, the complexion, complexion of things sure has changed <laughs> since you came back into the room. Think I might need an attorney. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so Bobby Joe did eventually confess to eight murders in Hillsborough County and one murder in Pasco County. He also confessed to the, quote, sexual pleasure from the abduction, rape, and killing of my ladies. That is his word. My yeah. ladies. That's my his ladies. quote. Yeah. Uh, fiber evidence was also analyzed by the FBI uh, that was already linked to the to Bobby Joe Long's vehicle. 
and they found these fibers on most victims. Joe. So what was most interesting is like, so the moment they got him into custody, they had warrants for his home, for his vehicle and all of that. Right. They had already started amassing all of this evidence well, within that, 48 hours, within 48 hours of him being arrested. They already knew what they had. Well, and not like, only that, but like. God uh, damn, they were on top er- of shit. Remember I said earlier, most of these notes came from the police report. Yeah. I had to really pick through those. Yeah. To really make sure, because obviously we try to hit a certain time frame. I know we're almost at an hour and 20. We're wrapping it up. But if I, if I went through like fully the police notes, they had been gathering stuff from the, from the yeah. crime scenes. For a while, they had the carpet fibers. Yep. They had all of this stuff. But they in knew there. that hard link, and that's why exactly. it's so important but to talk so, about. Like, are they already had warrants right. for all of these other avenues of like evidence? Yep. So collection. once they got him in there, they already had the case yep. built behind the yep. scenes, and they got yeah. the right guy and things of that nature. So uh, yeah, so Joe, September twenty fourth of nineteen eighty five. We're almost a year out. Bobby Joe Long pleads guilty to eight of the homicides as well as the abduction and rape of Lisa McVeigh. Yeah, yeah. So the Hillsborough County State Attorney's Office and the public... Uh Defender's Office reached a plea bargain deal. Plea with, out here. Yeah, Too yeah. Much evidence. I they can't came together. We got to figure something out. Yeah, they came together and put it all together. But um, Long actually received 26 life sentences. Wow. Without the possibility of parole. Like fuck yeah, Florida. Like dick shaped. You have fucked him over. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. They should have just took him out back and shot him behind the chemical sheds like V for Vendetta style. Right? But I'll take this. This is, one, this, is, this is something. So 24 concurrent and two to run consecutively to the first 24. So essentially they're talking about 24 uh, times 26 as well as two times 24. I don't know why they have to d- differentiate it that it's way. It's all legalese. I, but this motherfucker was never getting no, he's done. No chance. We're of gonna keep your corpse around. We're gonna keep your skeletal yeah. remains around for a little while. And I have sure. a feeling that that sometimes, like, like why the vernacular that's used during sentencing is just meant to say, "Nah, nigga, you ain't getting out." <laughs> no, no, you're not. Yeah, you're not leaving. You're done. No, you're done. You're done. Uh, he also received seven life sentences with the possibility of parole. After he served 25 years. Uh, now, the Florida State yep. retained, the, they retained the option to seek the death penalty for the murder of Michelle Sims, one of the victims that we They mentioned. were holding on to shit. Like, they're like, like no. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do this one. We'll, we'll but we might still come little... after you for yes, this one. And yes. again, he's, 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 he's right over the barrel. There's nothing he can do. But at this point, try not to fucking get killed. But it didn't matter, because come July 1986, Long was found guilty and was sentenced to die by electric chair. I honestly, between electric chair and lethal lethal injection, I would rather have the lethal injection. What, what, if, you were the vi- if, you were, if you were the guy who's going to yes, take it? it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But now as someone who I doesn't love the commit floor these is like, I want to hold the option to fry your ass. Yeah, I'm like, I, all right, I get it. <laughs> to, to, to me, I That's always sit there and think, if, if you're going to kill them, do what's most cost effective to the state. Get a nice, solid handgun. I bet electric's decent, far more cheaper no, than fucking nothing chemicals. Is cheaper than a nice, solid caliber gun. Let someone press it right to the soft Not tissue. Not 22, like, Bjork's. 
soccer used No, not that shit that ping pongs Pongs, around in the skull and scrambles your brains before you bleed out. I'm talking something that literally fucking will fucking gut you asshole to appetite with one (laughs) shot. Put it to the soft tissue that meets the back of his skull. Pull the trigger and send him on to whatever the next goddamn vibrational plane that exists. Level of existence. Get him the fuck out of here. I promise you. I'll donate a gun to your state and at least 20 boxes of ammo, or sorry, 20 pieces of ammo right fucking now. You don't need to give me anything. I'm going to say, I, I 100% agree with the 20 boxes of ammo. I mean, I'm fine with that at this <laughs> yeah. point. If a lot goddamn cheaper than the fucking taxes we pay. State of South Carolina, yep. ring me up. I will save y'all all the needles and the fucking pomp Illinois who decides to like just keep people on fucking death row. Good grief. Absolutely. I completely agree with all of that but yes yeah, so he was he appealed the mm-hmm. hillsborough county first degree murder conviction at death sentence and so now you got a motherfucker who's done it and is clearly afraid of dying i will at least give a little bit of hats off to the serial killers that are like i'm caught fucking wipe me out i'm a piece of fucking shit i hate when they finally get caught and suddenly life has value yeah. Your life has value. Yeah. Your you did not. Demand. Yeah, you had no give, value for human life while you were committing your amount, fucking crimes. I can give a modicum amount of respect for you. You did not have any value for human life when it was not yours. And now you're faced with your own mortality. Oh, and you still oh, don't, now you saying, have a conscience. Not, no, but I'm saying the ones that still don't value even their own life. You get a modicum of respect for me. And I could maybe agree, fuck, there's some really fucked up shit. But don't ever talk to me about, oh, he or she didn't know what they were doing. The moment that their life's on the line and they're willing to do whatever the fuck they can to not die, oh, fuck you at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, despite it, despite it, Bobby Joe Long, this fucktard, even on appeal, um, he ended up still, he he was trying to get his death sentence actually vacated, but his he was trying to also get his conviction reversed and his case remanded back to the trial court with direction to actually enter an order of acquittal for the murder of Virginia Johnson. Right. And this it, keeps going on. Yeah. Yeah. This he keeps, keeps going on, on trying. Of course. And we're, we all know at this point in time, like you're dead or rights at this point. Right, like you are, you, you have too much evidence against you. And I'm cool. I like and he's the still appeals, trying. And I like the appeals process, especially if so. Oh, he's trying. <laughs> but I like the appeals process if someone's maintaining their innocence. We've put innocent people to death yeah, in this country. Yeah. So I'm not knocking Less the appeals so process. Less so since forensic science has came on right, the scene. Right, but you have, to me, once you have enough airtight evidence, why do they get enough appeals? To just tie it down, bog it up, spend taxpayer money, and drag this shit on. Especially those, those fuckers who like, oh, I did it, but then and go, yeah, oh, I'm not guilty. Yeah, you if they have admitted it, to it, fucking kill them. Yeah, it's Save us overlook. taxpayers the goddamn money. So now let's scoot all the way up, Joe, yeah. to mm. February 24th of 1999. The last time frame we were talking about Dreadheads was July of 86. Yeah. So we're now like 13 years into it. Bobby Joe Long accused the state official defending oh. death row inmates in their appeals. Does that not sound like an attorney set him up? Totally. You need to say this. I need to be able to write Fuck that I, goddamn I need, attorney. I, I hope to, you fucking roast. I need to write in another book. In a hell that I have no idea about. Like, I, I need to be able to write roast. another book, Bobby Joe. Let's do this. Yep. Uh, but revealing his private letters. So, yeah, long accused the state official 
uh, demanding death row inmates in their appeals of revealing his private letters to a book author, supposedly violating attorney-client privilege. He also accused the agency of running a quote-unquote death pool, betting on the dates on which inmates would be executed and asked asked that the agency be removed from the case. An investigation conducted... Or sorry, concluded that these allegations were unfounded. Again, I don't. I wish they did. I honestly, I bet on that. If I'm handling death row inmates, especially someone like Bobby Joe Long, who admitted this shit and is clearly trying to drag out the (laughs) appeals process, I'd have lost money and be like, he'd be dead in two years. Well, no, not in America. (laughs) No, I would have lost money because they killed him quicker. I would have bet it'd be like, I'd have lost money because they didn't. They my my first bet would have been like, nope, he dies in prison. They will not get to him. This fuck that Touché. shit. Touche. Hats uh, off. Yes, I agree. Uh, after a few more bullshit appeals and petitions, we get to finally. And again, let's skip ahead ten years from the last thing we said. Yep. To nineteen ninety nine. Yes, to April twenty third of twenty nineteen. Y'all. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this: We are not a political fucking podcast. If no. you identify as Republican only, go fuck yourself. You identify as Democrat only, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Yeah. There's a right wing and a left wing, and it's on the same fucking bird. bird. And you're not gonna convince me <laughs> the and same Joe otherwise. Shit goddamn bird. I appreciate however you fucking feel, but this is not a political podcast. I'm just letting you know how we feel. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck if anyone wants to hear this shit because I know his name's in the news. Go fuck yourself. In this instance, I'm going to give him some fucking credit. In April 23rd of 2019, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed Bobby Joe Long's death warrant. And, and it was the first fucking death warrant he actually signed since taking office in January of 2019 and his subsequent, long subsequent, uh, long subsequent appeals were actually also denied. And boy, did they expedite it. Literally. And I don't give a fuck if he has an R&D beside his name. Like, all right. He, he, he looked at the evidence. There's evidence that corroborates it. Get him the fuck out of here. Yes. All of it. At All of it's po- in his At this favor. point, he's been in prison for well over two decades, being a burden on the taxpayer yep. dime. I don't get it. He should have been done dead. Yep. So, you know what? Send me a story where a Democrat governor did this same shit, and we'll gladly talk about that serial yes. killer. Don't give a motherfuck. But on May 23rd of 2019, Bobby Joe Long was executed by lethal injection. He did... Appeal long enough to where, I mean, I don't think even now anywhere in the U.S. But we're talking about 30 years after his initial conviction. 30 fucking years, y'all. 85. Yes. Yeah, to, 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 to 2019. 30 fucking years. That's a long time. And again, that should not was, happen. I don't give a was, fuck what country you're in. That should not fucking happen. I don't did give a fuck if you're Republican avoid. or Democrat in the United States. That should not fucking happen. But, especially with somebody who's already literally said, I did it. And they, and they said they did it. Evidence. They had tons of evidence to tie. He was to under it. pressure. He wasn't. Ha- he didn't have the fucking shit beat out of plea, him. He, he went into a plea deal because Thank he you. was dead to rights. Yeah, that's it's di- it, That's a differentiating factor yep. when we're like, oh, I felt pressure. Did you get? He didn't have the shit you're, beat yeah, out I'm of him. I'm glad your confession. He was gave up to it, but the evidence was not pressured, and they tied literally uh. the carpet fibers in your goddamn car to the corpses. Yeah, you're done, son. Yes, it's over. Peace, deuces. I hope you do better on your next go around here. Either way, he did appeal long enough to avoid the electric chair because on May 23rd of 2020, uh, sorry, 2019, 
uh, he received lethal injection. He ate his final meal at 9.30 a.m. local Eastern Standard Time, which was roast beef, bacon, french fries, and soda. He did not make a final statement and was pronounced dead at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And with that nice period mark on the fucking (laughs) sentence that was Bobby Joe Long's life, we are turning y'all loose after 90 minutes. I did. I, I honestly, the notes didn't suggest 90 minutes, Joe. But we had a lot to say. We had a lot of jokes to crack yeah. and shit like that. So I, I know a lot our of judi- y'all. Our judicial judicial system always pisses me off. It does. Everything is drawn. Always out causes again. at least 10 to 15 minutes of extra commentary from me, especially while yeah, you know, especially, eight especially, beers es- deep. Especially <laughs> you, because I'm I'm honestly the more liberal between us two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I like the appeals process. I'm a really hard nose when are. it comes you to are. legality. You are. But once again, when someone's admitted it and you got evidence tying it to them, and it's very clear they didn't have the shit beat out shit. of them. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. You're guilty as charged. It's it's time to take him out behind the shed and fucking right. put a and, bullet and in the back have, of his goddamn head. If there's a and be done with it. of respect to have for a serial killer, and not for what they've done, but as them as a person, when you have spent a good portion of your life devaluing others' lives, yeah. but then suddenly faced with your own mortality, you suddenly find the value in yeah. life. I have zero oh, empathy for God you. Damn yes. Honestly, some of my favorite serial killers are the ones that once they get found out, they want it quicker. Yep. That makes sense. That's in line. Yep. To me, that suggests a chemical imbalance or a physical disorder okay. or a brain trauma. Take that me makes off more this sense. plane but of existence they- because I'm not built for it. I fucked up. I, that is honestly more of a sorry than somebody saying, oh, I need to appeal. Like, that's somebody yeah. saying, like, I, uh, I fucked up. Kill no, you, me. You, you, Kill you, me you, because ruined, I deserve to die. Yeah, you've taken numerous lives. You've yep. ruined dozens maybe hundreds of other people's lives that were attached to these people no that's why don't. actually to this day i enjoy pan's ram because he was like i don't give a fuck he like, knew he was a monster yeah, yeah he knew he was a monster from the day he was born until the day he fucking died and he unapologetically was just like i i deserve to not right. live here that's, anymore that's, that's who why, i am that's why the the thing was Hit. that was bad from birth and yeah. he never denied yep. it but with that we are shutting down uh, this episode, so episode sorry, 63, so Bobby Joe Long, the classified ad rapist. Uh, again, long any, ran any, long. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. He, he gives small dick energy, so I think finally Bobby actually went long <laughs> on an episode of Spread the Dread. Because I don't give a fuck if he was hanging a hammer. Everything about him screams small dick energy. I'm going to stand by that. But again, thank you all for hanging around. I know y'all like these longer episodes, and we, we we but we try not to pad them. Well, our older, our OGs love the longer episodes. No, they do now because these, <laughs> these, these more recent ones have been around this mark, and, they, are and right. our plays are yeah. massively I stand corrected. up. Yeah, and I'm glad you guys enjoyed that, but the notes didn't suggest that. So thanks for hanging with us again. In wrapping up, don't forget to check out last week's fright flick, fuck Mary kill. The upcoming fright flick, fuck Mary kill. All of our previous Spread the Dread episodes are Talking Dread, which had Bill O'Burst Jr. on there. That's one of the best ones so far, and I'm not, I'm not knocking my other guests, but definitely check that out. Uh, and again, make sure you check out us getting to feature on the Tracing Owls podcast 
the episode documenting depravity where we talk about online snuff and online murder uh, videotaping and things of that nature. Uh, one final time, Joe, what's the most dreadful website on the internet? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. That's right. You, you always tease me. I always want to say OnlyFans, but okay. Spread the well, I, I don't dive into OnlyFans like that. <laughs> I, would, I, I mean, there's a lot of dreadful ones. I'm trying to be nice, and I'm also trying to amp us up and make us be cooler than we are. But if you go to SpreadTheDreadPodcast.com, you're going to find links to all of our podcast platforms, as well as our YouTube and BitChute. Make sure if you're checking us out on YouTube and BitChute, like, comment, subscri- uh, share, and subscribe. Again, check out our store, which you can find on there. Get yourself some dread threads. And definitely check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash spread the dread podcast. If you feel like donating, there's a lot of cool tiers there. Some of them get you free merch. All of them get you access to Exclusive design merch. Absolutely. And all of the tiers get you access to the private spread the dread uh, section of uh, whatever they call that shit on Discord, (laughs) our our server or whatever the fuck it's called. (laughs) You get all of that as well. And I really hope you- Discord debauchery. There we go. It's something like that. It is not nice. I on keep there. on trying to coin a phrase, but we're gonna figure this out. Yeah. But you know what? Right now we're pre-recording this because you're listening to this, and we're at the beach. We took a vacation and all of that stuff, so we're doing our best. Oh, we fucking needed. We did, and we hammered out some recording <laughs> to make sure that y'all were not lacking while we were gone because we fucking love you. No matter if you donate on Patreon or listen for free and never contact us, we do this for the fucking love. And don't forget, if you want some free swag. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Send the screenshot to us on IG, Facebook, or spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com, and you can get yourself some free five-star super spreader, spreadthedreadpodcast.com stickers. Let's close out, like always, by saying I'm John. And I'm Joe. And hey, it's fucked up enough out there as it is. You leave the dread to us, and you make sure that you stay proud. Stay powerful and stay positive. And no matter what you're doing while you listen to this show or what you're about to do once you're done with it, you be a fucking awesome dreadhead and get out there and wreck wreck that that shit. shit. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?